Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Risk forward from my good friend, mentor, buddy, client, colleague, Victoria LeBaum. I have to tell you, I remember, gosh, I remember being at like some of my very first NSA, National Speaker Association meetings when I was 20 years old, maybe 22 years old, watching Victoria on stage or watching videos of her and just being like, oh my gosh, this this woman is a whole nother level. And she really is. I mean, her performance, it's, you know, it's one of those things on a podcast that you go, how do I showcase this? But if you go to victorialabomb.com, you can check it out, see some of her stuff on stage. But you know, this book for her is really interesting. I mean, risk forward is unlocking your hidden genius. What a great concept of unlocking your hidden genius. And, you know, she kind of marries this idea of her past, which is performance, not just like presentation skills, like speech mechanics, but everything presentation, the art of the stage and the gesture and the facial expressions and how to use every asset you have to communicate from any type of platform. And so she's taking that performance and she's also combining that and wrapping that with her business expertise and personal development and leadership. And I just love this, the idea, the conversation that she was, where she was talking about her mentor, Marceau, and I forget how you say it in French, but he said, let me, I guess, just jump in. And clearly it's just me on this recap. AJ's not here with us, but my number one takeaway is I think the central message of her entire book, which is take creative risk take creative risk. And I mean, it's such a simple message. It speaks to, by the way, like so many of our clients, this is what we help them with in phase one brand DNA, which is kind of our flagship, which is one of the events that Victoria has been through. It's funny, like 
walking a client through that, but then interviewing her as a receiver going, my gosh, what a powerful message. These three words, like take creative risk. It's so important. And Marcel Marceau was telling her, I think, you know, that the actual French translation of what he said was go forward with your heart open, right? Like leaning forward with your heart open. And this hit me personally because so much of what we do at Brand Builders Group is we try to make a, a science. And those of you that have, have actually been through some of our events and courses and things like, you know this, we try to turn what is a fairly abstract and obscure concept of personal branding, which has like a thousand different parts, all these different topics, no order or sequence. And we try to use data and experience and corroboration from successful clients and friends and colleagues to create straightforward systematic frameworks and checklists and step-by-steps and exercises and templates that people can follow. And I think that's one of the things that, frankly, we do really well. I would go so far to say we do that as good, if not better than anyone in the world. I mean, that's all we do. And yet, I think one of the reasons that I loved her message is it's such a good reminder to not get so caught up in the science, in the system, in the structure that you forget to take creative risk. One of the things, and we actually tell our clients this in world-class presentation craft, which is it's a phase one event. It's the third course in phase one. And at the very end, you know, we teach all these mechanics of the psychology of laughter and how to tell a story and how to develop characters and how to create a plot in conflict and how to sell from stage without feeling salesy. And what's the structure and the outline of a world-class presentation that separates it and gets higher fees than most presentations and all these things that we do, which are really awesome. And then at the very end, we say, but here's the thing, never let the science get in the way of the art. Never let the science get in the way of the art. At the end of the day, personal branding, leadership, just being a messenger, an influencer, changing the world, it's art. It is art. And like all forms of art, painting, music, which I happen to not know much about, but I know enough to say this, they all have rules and systems and structure that you must learn and operate within. But then at some point, once you've mastered those, the art is about transcending beyond that. And that is part of what I was really inspired by for me personally and for our clients at Brand Builders to, to just go, gosh, that's so great. We're kind of creating this science and the systematic structure. And the real goal is to get people to that point and then to have them transcend it to do their own creative things and be willing to take those risks. And it actually left me wondering, frankly, as I assess my own personal brand, going, I wonder if I'm not taking enough creative risk personally. Like, I wonder if I'm coloring too much inside the lines, just being that that's you know, what we do and what we preach and what we teach and going, where can I step up and step out and take a risk. And there's definitely things that we've done with that. I mean, when I think about when we launched the Take the Stairs book, and one of the things that AJ and I and our team did was we did a bus tour. We got a tour bus, which you don't see happen that often anymore, even back in those days. That was super creative. We made it into a fundraiser. And and looking back, it was so powerful. We did 23 events in 31 days, went all the way from New York to Washington and to San Diego and everywhere in between and traveled the country and met and shook hands and, and met bookstore owners and connected with our fans. And it was just 
there wasn't like a playbook for it that we were following at that time. We just did it and it was so powerful. So that's one of my takeaways. And I would turn that to you to go, where have you kind of mastered the fundamentals that you could afford to take some creative risk? And I don't think it's impossible to take creative risk from the very beginning, but I do think it's kind of like, at least my personal experience has been one where it's like, learn the rules before you break them, master the game, and then change the game is most of, I guess, the paradigm of how I've operated. But that's not to say that's the only way to do it. But either way, whether you're just like a wild gunslinger and you're going to take creative risk early on, go for it. But to me, the part that really spoke to me is once you have the systems, the structure, the fundamentals, the basics in place, and then going, okay, now how can I add to it? So take creative risk. Lean into something you feel called to do, especially if it's different from what other people do. This reminds me of one of my all-time favorite quotes from one of my all-time favorite people, Sally Hogshead, who Victoria also knows, and she's an NSA or so we, you know, the NSA crew, eventually, if you hang around NSA long enough, you're going to meet a bunch of these people, particularly in the, in the speaking world, the legends of speaking, so to say. But anyway, Sally Hogshead says, different is better than better. Different is better than better. And that is so powerful. It makes me think about this. So that was my first takeaway. My second takeaway from this interview, which is not something Victoria said, it was something that the concept of risk forward and it was catalyzed by what she said. But I don't think I've ever had this thought so directly and succinctly as I did in the moments following this interview and kind of digesting the conversation. And here's my premises. This is what I realized. Being an entrepreneur is being an artist. Being an entrepreneur is being an artist. Business is art. It's not just numbers and financials and projections and sales talks and policies and procedures and systems. All of that put together is art. And I would say that The starving artist is a really unfortunate term. One of my good friends, Jeff Goins, wrote a book called Real Artists Don't Starve, which I just love the premise of that because the indulgent artist says, my art is so good, people should have to find me, right? And who am I to tell you, you shouldn't have that belief. But what I would say is experience tells me that's not a very profitable belief to have, right? You can say that, but you're probably not gonna end up with much money. There's a lot of people that are amazing artists, amazing writers, amazing singers, dancers, speakers, authors, comedians that I've met in my journey that you have never heard of and that the world will never hear of because they have this belief that if my art is so good, people will find it. And what they're missing is the realization that marketing is art. Marketing is artistry. There is art just like there is the art in the creation of the work. There is art in the promotion of the work. We have so many friends in book launches right now, Victoria being one of them, John Lee Dumas being one of them, Jamie Kern Lima, Lavi Ajayi, both of them just hit the New York Times bestseller list. Their work is art, but the marketing is also art. So there's two parts of the artist. And two parts of the business owner, there's the logic and the structure and the processes and the systems and the policies. And then there is the creative, there is the innovation, there is the new thinking. Being an entrepreneur is being an artist. Marketing 
is artistry. Customer experience is artistry. The one place there's probably not room for much artistry is in your financial, in your don't take this. We don't want creative accounting practices. So I, I wouldn't translate it there, but I would definitely say the way that a conductor orchestrates a symphony is the way that the entrepreneur conducts the company, is the way that the leader or the executive conducts the huge organization. That is art and leadership and you have to realize that the art is not just in creating the work, but also promoting the work and helping the work flourish and having that work see life and make an impact and a difference in the world. Being an entrepreneur is being artist. That was my second takeaway. That one inspired by Victoria. And then my third takeaway, which was directly from her, which is funny because I've never heard her say this and I've never really realized the power of this quite the way that she said it. And basically what she said is, don't be afraid of uncertainty, specifically in your decision-making, right? She said, what a lot of people do is we're so uncomfortable with uncertainty that we rush to make a decision just so that we can have clarity and not have to live in the discomfort of uncertainty. And there's a beautiful part of that, I think, of where she's saying, allow yourself to navigate that window for a moment. Allow yourself to sit in that space to go, I need to neither go forward or backwards. I can just kind of sit here for a minute, digest. I can allow for things to matriculate or to propagate. I can just kind of process things for a minute. And that that's a beautiful space to live in. It's almost to allow for a breath, to allow for a moment of creativity or innovation to show up by not just rushing immediately into the next thing and moving from one thing to the next, but to actually digest and process and have a gestation period of which you sit in uncertainty and that beautiful art can come out of that. And that I think is another thing, this was eye-opening for me because I think I'm a driver, I'm a straight shooter, I'm ambitious, I'm focused, right? And so it's always like, bing, 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 next, 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 what's the next thing? And going, hey, is there a spot, are there opportunities in my life that I am skipping past an opportunity for brilliance for the sake of rushing into clarity? Versus this would be one place where procrastinate on purpose, my book title that I wish I would have called How to Multiply Your Time because the premise, the procrastinate on purpose book is really about how to multiply time. That's what the book is about. But that one section, which is about procrastinating on purpose, procrastinating strategically, that actually isn't what most of the book is about. But that concept is relevant here to what she's saying is like, wait, sit for a moment and just kind of allow yourself to feel that uncertainty because brilliance can come out of that. And that was like, whoa. So just powerful, powerful stuff. And I think unlocking your hidden genius is such a great concept. I think it's such a beautiful concept for her. Of course, the title of her book is Risk Forward. And then she dropped that into the subtitle, Embrace the Unknown and Unlock Your Hidden Genius. I just think that Unlock Your Hidden Genius is such a great concept. And Take Creative Risk is such a clear message. It's profound. It's going to be something that sticks with me. I hope that it sticks with you. Thanks for being here. 
Keep coming back. Lots of great, great insights coming from our guests. I'm so inspired by them. I hope that you're inspired by them. I also am inspired. Our team is inspired most of all by you and who you are becoming and what you are being prepared to do. So keep coming back. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 